Hey, and welcome to Alt Reports, where I've got Dawn Rickabaugh, who Dawn and I have been sort of in each other's circles, I guess, over um, for a long time in the note space, but haven't actually ever connected. Dawn, I'm thrilled to have you on here today to talk about your investing, because I know you're not a... Um, you're not a 60-40 stocks and bonds, dollar cost averaging kind of lady. And I know you've got some opinions and some a business that has been doing well for a long time. I was hoping you'd share that with us today. But the first thing, maybe you could tell us a little bit about what you do professionally. Well, sure. And and Brett, thank you so much for having me on. It's It has been really fun, especially in the last recent weeks and months following your work. I really loved your new report, by the way. Uh, yeah, very, very good information. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, so I uh, started out uh, just minding my own business, being an RN, worked in the ICU and the ER, raising, you know, raising three, four babies. <laughs> I was very busy. Uh, and then, uh, you know, all of it, I just always was going to these weekend war. I was like a workshop or a weekend workshop warrior or something like that. So all the yeah. time that I was, you know, making decent money and how to schedule that I could raise my children, I always thought there should be a way for me to learn to, uh, trade, not trade hours for dollars. I, yeah. I always thought I should be smart enough to figure out you know, how, how to create passive income or in some other way, um, other than, and just working for an hourly wage. And so then the thing that really caught my imagination and I just fell in love with was the note business. And I loved the owner, Carrie, obviously the, 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 the old note business before the non-performing stuff took over and that's whatever yeah. the note business is in the old days, it was just owner, carry paper. Right. So, so let's talk about that. The note business just a little bit because a lot of you know a lot of folks who are going to be listening to this mm -hmm. won't have that sort of note background that so what do you mean when you say note business exactly well um well there's when you everyone has a mortgage everyone knows when a when you go to a bank you get a loan secured by a mortgage or deed of trust and you will start paying your monthly payments to whoever the whoever the servicer is and what most people don't know is that those loans are then sold to other parties. And sometimes the servicing stays the same, meaning you keep paying your, your payment to the same place, but somebody else actually is receiving the notes as the owner of that payment stream. And so everyone's familiar with that, but uh, it seems like not too many people are aware that there's a lot of private people that are note holders and that those notes get bought and sold as well. And so when a seller of a piece of real estate, just keeping it the most simple, yep. like if someone decides to say they own their property free and clear, they want to sell it to their tenant. And so if the tenant can't or doesn't want to get bank financing, and a lot of times the seller wants to keep receiving income. And so it's actually a win-win for both parties. But when that when that transaction, just like if you go to get a, a loan at the bank, you're going to have a note and a deed of trust or a note and a mortgage. It's just that who you're paying is the guy you used to be paying as your landlord, but now you're paying him as your bank or your lender. So that is a note 
a receivable secured by real estate, most generally. And then, so that's the note business, because a lot of times after they're really happy receiving payments, something changes in their life, they die, the note has to get sold. And uh, so that's, I would buy, I would be a buyer of the owner carry paper, not the institutional paper, no banks, but just mom and pop paper. If, Appreciate you sorry. laying that out, folks. It's hard for folks to get their head around that if they're all their, you know, real estate experience for 99 plus percent of people right. is on the equity side, right? And they, they're the borrower all the time. So, um, so appreciate you laying that out. So is that primarily what you're invested in? Um, I, I would say notes, both notes and real estate, because once you understand the secondary market for this, for these notes, it also informs how to put owner carry deals together in, in my small, small portfolio that I have here in Northwestern Nevada. Um, they've all been bought with owner carry where the seller was my lender. I gave them a down payment and I pay them every month. So because I know the note business, it's made me a really good uh, real estate investor. And I often carry paper or offer seller financing to buyers that can't, uh, get a bank loan, but I know they're good borrowers. So, um, so I own properties. I love to buy with, you know, notes. <laughs> I yeah. love to sell with notes. I, uh, I've just flipped properties, but it's, we're just small mom and pop investors in property and paper, real estate and notes in, in our really small community. I, I don't like going any, these days, I don't like going any more than 60 miles from my, my primary zone. Oh, and so that. within 60 miles, you're finding enough product and enough deals uh, for the real estate, for the real estate aspect for notes, you have to be a little less geographically, um, particular, but, yeah. but I am a lot more conservative and, and careful these days as maybe many are. Yeah. So talk about that a little bit. What are you seeing, um, you know, through that lens, what are you seeing in, this environment in particular? What are you, what are you worried about? Or, you know, what are you, what are you seeing for um, activity and, you know, what's changed over the last little bit? Um, well, obviously uh, th there's so much wildly conflicting information that you can tune into about where we really are with the economy, but when it just rubber meets the road, a lot of borrowers are starting to have trouble making their payments. Are you finding that in your own portfolio? Yeah. So just managing our own little mom and pop portfolio of notes and properties. Like I'm really glad I don't have a lot of just rentals because in 2020, 2021, the, the, the government decided that they can, you know, take over personal property rights and tell everyone what they can and can't do with their own property. And that really created a problem that I as yet, I think the, I think the dam's going to be starting to burst with. Yeah. That. We're talking about eviction moratoriums and that. Yeah. Moratoriums. Yeah. You don't have to pay your mortgage. You don't have to pay your yeah. rent. You know, it, it was a yeah. very uh, destructive move. Uh, I agree. Under the guise of, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't want to get you deplatformed or on your first show, <laughs> but I think people can guess where I might be. I think the, I think the intention was good, but it was so ham fisted and it was 
conducted and put in place by folks who don't really understand the dynamics of the of the business and and of the capital and how that that moves around. So I, I think it, they, it was it was um, it, it was pretty damaging in in a lot of ways. Right, and and I think the best case scenario was is that they were ignorant. I'm not convinced of that on all levels. Yeah, <laughs> I see a very controlled, purposeful dis- demolition of the economy going on. Hmm. That's what I see. <laughs> yeah. so, well, I like to chuck it up to ineptitude, but um, yeah, it's but, more comfortable. We don't have to challenge. We don't have to think that there could be, you know, ginormous nefarious forces. It's more comfortable to not see that. I think. <laughs> so, are you reducing your exposure in in notes and in real estate? Right I'm much now, more. Uh, I'm much more particular about notes for sure. But because I stay so hyper local, I'm very comfortable still doing real estate deals, whether, uh, you know, uh, on all sides of property and paper in my hyper-local market, because then to me, a lot of things, do you agree? Um, well, crypto has really come, come into my world in the last couple of years. Well, since yeah. 2017, but even more so now, but the whole thing is toward decentralized. Uh, we can see, you know, with the supply chain issues, that what we need is a lot of decentralization or we're very vulnerable to, to these things. And so, so to me, I look at my local economy here within 60 miles of where I live as my own private decentralized hedge fund, because Mm. all this equity and I know, you know, houses are starting not to sell right away. There's no, not as many multiple offers unless something's priced really aggressively uh, for, for that area. Uh, we know loans are getting more expensive. So I think if we're going to have a liquidity crisis, meaning it's harder to get loans, uh, what we know, you know, as creative finance people or note people, we know how notes are created, how they can be bought and sold and how they can be used as this really amazing tool to create win-win solutions that, seem oddly to be very invisible to the average person. So that was, that was my whole thing. Let's, let's, why don't the people know about this amazing tool? Yeah. You know, but anyway, so I see a lot of opportunities starting to come online. Uh, It's starting even now, but I would bet 2023 is going to be a really good year to be uh, conversant with these sort of alternative tools yeah. For making things happen. I don't know. What are you seeing, Brett? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I talked pretty extensively about it at Alt Reports. And I want to keep the focus on you uh, <laughs> today, if that's okay. Because I think it's as we're coming into this correction and it looks severe and it doesn't look like there's, you know, in the past we've had We've had the Fed and the they're adding to the balance sheet and pushing down interest rates. And it's now necessary that all of that stimulus turns the other direction in order to meet the inflation mandates. So that leaves us in a place where, you know, there's a lot of talking heads out there and your standard financial advisor types who are, you know, oh, this is the you know, the time to buy and just keep dollar cost averaging in and all that. But I think that that made a lot of sense for a very long time. But the fact is that on certain time scales, 
I think one that we're coming towards the end of now, you know, we're in a much bigger kind of a cycle, not an eight or 10 year cycle, maybe even a 40, maybe even a hundred year cycle. And, um, and it's hard, I think, for a lot of folks to get their head around that because most of us haven't seen that in our investing careers. I mean, if, if you went through 2008, you know what that's about or 2000 and, you know, that was, that was something else, although there's maybe a little more um, compartmentalized there. Um, but, but, you know, none of us investing here were investing in the great depression or when, you know, when there were, you know, major disruptions to the global money system, which is, you know, on the table, I think, um, in the not too, too distant future. Absolutely. It's not a, it's not like it's conspiracy. They're, they're advertising what their intent is. And so if people are paying attention (laughs) to maybe one more than one or news source, uh, they're advertising what the intent is. And it is to, I think, get us all onto this programmable type CBDC money that that is concerning it's it's uh, so so to me so to me this is like mirroring uh mirroring my whole premise with i don't deal with institutions i deal with mom and pop we figure out that we don't need the banks to put deals together yeah uh, because there's so many ways to do it uh revolving notes or not so um but we're also coming down to where I'm also anti-centralization with their CBDC because not only is it with all the Ponzi scheme ability that the Fed has now and is exercising incredibly, but um, but then you have it where they can program it. And so I don't think people are realizing the, the possibilities of, of the uh, amount of control that uh, the, la- the the freedoms that we could be losing. So I that's why I'm like, okay, besides mom and pop paper, owner carry, forget the banks in that sector, yeah. I'm also looking at what about currencies? And so that's why I've become, I, I think the decentralized aspect of cryptocurrencies could be really important for us to maintain our sovereignty, build parallel societies of, and economies if necessary. Yeah. It, it could come down to that because I, they're, they're not hiding what their plan is. They're not. Yeah. And even, uh, you know, didn't India just come out with their CBDC? So countries one by one are starting to implement this. And so it's something just for people to realize that maybe you want to be diversifying um, in a lot of different ways. Um, yeah. So, yeah. If but, you look at the long-term charts on the dollar, you know, it moves in, in cycles and after it peaks, it tends to, um, it tends to come down significantly below its prior level. And this has been the case as long as, as long as the, you know, mm-hmm. the chart has existed. And, uh, and that, that's, something to think about as we, the dollar is raging today, it's new highs um, and probably will for a while longer, but we're not sure how much longer. And after that, um, it's descent is a short. I mean, that that's what, it, at least if you believe that, that um, in mean reversion and that, you know, we're going to, we're going to tend to, you know, come back to the trend, then that seems really likely. And I feel like, the 
uh, Bitcoin in particular is a put on that. You know, that's like buying a put on on yes. on this. And so that's why I hold that the same as you for the, the sort of like um, it's nice to have something that I know that if I showed up in another country today with my ledger, you know, and my pass key, yeah. my passphrase that I'm in, I'm in business pretty quickly. I, actually, um, it's less than that, Brett. All you got to do is remember 24 words in your mind. Right. 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 You could walk across the border. I'll ask my daughter to do that because she's, <laughs> she's <laughs> got a much better mind than me. I have to have mine written down somewhere. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so I, I do see that. I want to talk a little bit more about the note business and talk about what kind of returns you see there and what you look for um, for returns and what like what what is a good what's it look like to be a, a note investor in note investor? What can you expect? And um, and so, yeah, just tell me tell me about the numbers around that. Um, well, uh, it, it really depends on the area. It depends on the collateral, meaning what what is securing that note? Is it a house? Yeah. Is it a vacant land? Is it a commercial building? It really mm -hmm. varies, and different. Parts so you'll of buy it. all that paper, any of that? You I, don't have a. You're not well, particular. I, I have in the past. Um, I. Uh, you know, most of my most of my paper is secured by single family residences. Okay, I would say that that is yeah. the predominant. Uh, either or, uh, you know, mobiles on land or, uh, yeah. I, I'm not such a fan of mobiles in parks, but I still yeah. have about half a dozen of those notes still, still floating in, but, um, and what kind of a return do you want? If you're yeah. So, so, so depending, but let's just say what, what I'm looking for, if I, if I think of something is really safe and predictable and likely not to be a hassle then me personally to hold it in portfolio for myself i'm still looking i'm still looking north of 12 percent, even if okay. i think it's but if i have investing partners who don't know how to do it and just want to be my partners um you know i i'm i'm paying my investing partners six seven and eight percent um just in case because when there's something that goes sideways, it's my mm. money that comes out to pay the insurance. It's my money that comes out, you know, to to bring property taxes current and deal with any legal issues that need to need sure. to happen. Uh, so yeah, my investor partners that are completely passive, they're they're at six, seven, and eight. Um, but also that's on a very you know stable type of product. But for me personally, um, and and with I, I, without having a lot of time to go into it, um, there's the returns can be just hugely much higher than that. Um, especially, uh, if you learn how to leverage, do wraps, um, uh, buy partials, uh, partial notes. I mean, it's, it, it can be into the 700% sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but, that, but that's, you got to go a little deeper in the rabbit hole, but I would say my most average note holder, uh, is, is the sellers that come to me and say, how can I, how can I do this transaction, set it up right. And so that if I need to sell my note, I can get a good price for it instead of, uh, 
a zero yeah. or a lowball offer. So most yeah. of the note holders are people who own property that they just don't want to own it anymore, but they still want the income. And so they're getting uh, for an owner carry deal, depending on uh, there again, the collateral for a house, really average house. A lot of people are just happy with three, four five percent. As also they're getting their price because they're offering terms. So they're getting, you know, they have a lot more equity, you know, built in because they've already owned the house. Yeah. And they probably bought it, you know, when it was 25% of current value. Right. Right. So, um, now, but those could be going up to like, if it's a mobile on land or something like that, sellers are, can often still make an affordable payment for the borrower at, seven, eight, nine, ten percent. So hmm. um so those if someone's a seller, which is one of my primary sort of clients that you know my product naturally uh, appeals to. Uh so if you're just originating it on a property you already own and you yeah. being the landlord to the lender, then it's it's quite easy to get that. But uh you can you know the average person can look up hard money lenders in their area. Many are being a lot more careful if they're smart and battening yeah. down the hatches a bit, but there's probably a lot of hard money lenders are still offering eight, nine, 10, 11, 12%, maybe back East somewhere. Are you back East? Uh, I was, and uh, we moved to Bend, Oregon about seven years ago. So about oh, okay. group, yeah, or, I mean, there's, there's areas where, where private lenders are charging 14, 15, 16% to their, sure. uh, and, I mean, in, and it's not, a, it's not abnormal. So yeah. In the last round, the hard money guys, uh, I mean, this is obviously this is 10 years ago now, but, you know, three, four points and 16% was pretty, you know, it's pretty yeah. standard in the in the Boston area uh, before um, interest rates got as compressed uh, as they are now. I imagine we're heading back that way, um, you know, shortly <laughs> now. Oh, probably. yeah. I, I mean, um, and so... So the, what, so if, if the interest rates high prices have to go low, so there's going to be a lot more squeezing between the mortgages people have, uh, what the rents are. Well, of course I'm sort of, I'm sort of, I, I see this landlord nation. I, you, you did an excellent article on this very thing where, you know, talking to these hedge funds that are just waiting for prices to get just a little bit lower. Hmm. I think it was a few weeks ago, two, three. Yeah, I do ago. think we're going to be in uh, in a kind of a renter nation here in a lot of ways, um, because as we head into um, what's next here, your, you know, Joe America is going to have a hard time getting credit and BlackRock is not. And they're going to get it at a steep discount to to save, you know, asset prices. And I'm not calling out black, I guess I did call out BlackRock specifically, um, but they're not alone. There's plenty, there's plenty okay. of funds um, that are going to have access to um, debt that a much lower rate than, um, than a, a lot of the rest of us. And, um, and they're going to buy while things are low. And then, um, but, but before it gets low enough for the average person to be able to buy a home. It, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. and so anywhere, so me just being my natural vigilante self is like, okay, I can't help everyone, but, 
and I can't help people who don't have a strong down payment, but if you got a strong down payment and, um, and I know I feel good about you as a borrower, I know I can get, no matter what's happening in the market, I know I can make something happen. Uh, so so you- I'm, I'm going to counter this landlord nation. Yeah. I no, I'm still, instead of keeping it as a rental, I'm going to get a family in there who has a strong down payment and a high ability to make debt service. So I don't want a lot of risk to do it, but uh, next week I'm helping someone close on something. Not The property's not bankable and, and probably not the people either, but they're putting down 20 plus percent. I feel comfortable helping put that deal together. And that's just closing next week. And so-, so I'm going to understand that. Is that. Are you seller financing your own real estate? Are you saying that you're the lender on um, this- property for an, another seller. Is that what you're saying? Um, I do a little bit of, every, I've carried my own paper on stuff as my exit strategy, an intentional exit strategy to create cash flow. Um, yeah. But I can also arrange loans for people. Either I come in as a consultant, I get the seller to carry for the borrower. Okay. Or, or I have a couple angel investors here in town that, that will loan money to really high, high what I consider high quality borrowers, even if they're not bankable, uh, they'll loan at 5%. And so then I can put that deal together, you know, in that five, 6%. So uh, they're helping the family get into a home. You know, I'm going to help get qualified renters out of the renting situation. You know, that's my passion. And I can do it on a small mom and pop local level where it's like, no, I could keep that as a really good rental and maybe I'll double my money in two years with, well, who knows what's happening with inflation, but no, I would rather, if someone has a big down payment, I'll get them on title and let them create stability for their families. So that's kind of my little rebel vigilante self going like, you know what, maybe it is going to a landlord nation where most people can't uh, you know, afford to own anymore. Maybe a lot don't even want to, but me in my market, I'm going to put, I'm going to increase home ownership um, regardless of what's happening with the institutions and everything else. Because like I said, going back, I feel like I have my own personal decentralized hedge fund, meaning, you know, equity here, 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 and here, that seller needs to sell, that buyer needs to buy. What can we do? That seller needs more cash than the down payment. Oh, let me buy part of that note. We'll make it work regardless of what's happening. That's what, and I think that a lot of people back to your sort of original line of questioning, if you know how to do this for yourself, your family and your community, you're going to be, your skills are going to be very in come, come in handy and be very sought after in the months to come, I believe. Um, so anyway, I don't know if that makes sense or was a Yeah. Well, the next question here. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. That's why we're here. The next thing I was going to ask you about is where you see the opportunities as we're you know heading as we're heading into this, and uh, and sounds like uh, it sounds like you, you answered it there. Is there anything else you think folks ought to be looking at? I think you should diversify in a lot of ways. Uh, I think you should have a little bit exposure to Bitcoin, Ethereum, and some of the other top projects. I like Theta a lot. I think there's a lot. I'm not familiar with that. We'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, But there's, there's a few really strong projects. I think a little bit of money there is a really smart idea. Um, But also just make, make your own 
your own property, your own home, your own family, your own clan, make yourself decentralized, uh, more self-sufficient. Um, make sure you're prepping, uh, make sure you have extra food, water, cash, light, heat, medicine, dog food. You know, I agree. What? I, I, you need I hate to yeah. have it go down that, that way, but it's hard not to, when we're watching what we're, we're watching uh, happen there, out there. Yeah. It, and there's, there's not a lot of time to sit on the sidelines and, and put your head in the sound. Don't be an ostrich on this. Just go, go make sure that if, 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 something went crazy, you would be fine. Your family would be fine if you couldn't go to the store for a month. And it doesn't even have to be a big disaster. Uh, on Monday, we all woke up and we all, nobody had water. I had power, but no water. Wow. So my well, the, it ended up being two days without any water. So I was glad that I had all of my drinking water here. I have my other barrel water here. Uh, we have some rain catchment here. You know, you can't yeah. brush your toilets. You, you, you know, you can't, it's just weird to brush your teeth. So like, so all my preparedness is just little random things that happen like that, where you had to go two days and you have no, no water coming out. So it's really important to take, if, if someone has a little bit of cash to invest, make sure you're investing first in your own resilience to protect your family against, mm. uh, against, uh, you know, weirdnesses. Don't, don't be one of the people running and punching people in the, in the store because everyone's fighting over, we saw what happened with toilet paper, right? In 2020, yeah. you, when you, yeah. and then the baby formula thing, just mm -hmm. imagine, you know, if the, if the truckers stop, if the rails stop, it's three days till food's totally gone in the local warehouses. So yeah. it's, it's just smart. And then you can relax and then you don't have to be like all doom and gloom. You can go, oh, I've done what I should do. And I can relax and envision the highest and best for, for everyone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> for sure. So are you still, um, taking investors and if so what's that look like and um, then we'll talk about yeah how it's it's um it's very selective at this point uh but once in a while uh, but the the i have lots of investors at the you know basically the seven and eight percent people who want that return what i'm really interested is people who will like my i have one or two angel investors here local if you're happy with five, maybe 6% and knowing that we're, we're getting people in homes instead of just, it's not bad to have rentals. Obviously that's a big product that's needed. It's just not my focus. My passion, my focus is to make people homeowners through, um, you know, these various tools that I have. So they have to be on board with that vision and they're okay with, five, six percent. But since I always require a huge down payment from any borrowers, it's a pretty safe thing. And uh, that's the only kind of really partners I would be potentially interested in. But I have to trust them as much as they trust me. So it's a very, you know, uh, boutique sort of operation that we have here. But I do do consulting for people still uh, if they, you know, my hourly rates uh, quite reduced substantially if someone will pay me in, in Ether, Bitcoin or one of my. Oh, own. I love that. So it's a very affordable, you know, one hour consult if you pay me in crypto. Uh, just I want to support. And and also I have a few precious metals. Have, have a little silver around. What can that hurt? Right. 
you just yeah. never know. We never, we don't know. It's, it's really an interesting, exciting time to be alive. Certainly. It is. I think we're in for, um, some major changes. How can people find you, uh, and connect with you? Um, my site is notequeen.com. So N O T E Q U E E N.com. And, uh, uh, my cell phone is 775-291-2009. Wow. This yeah. is going to a lot of people. You sure you want that in there? Um, this, <laughs> you might want to. <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, but tens of thousands probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, time. no. Uh, yeah, just send them there because then they can send me an email. I don't have my cell phone on my site, but. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, this will be, be sent to, uh, uh, more than 20,000 people will receive this in their inbox and then, other places. So oh, yeah, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. So no, yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> they're not all likely to call you at once, but I would definitely be wary of. Yeah. Of but you know, I do have my cell on my, uh, my real estate website, the one where I'm okay. Well, it. and then if someone can go seek you out there, then they can see, yeah, because then I also out. have, you know, my, my other website is we buy and, and, okay. and my, my cell is there because when I return the call, I want them to know who's who it is and i've tried yeah. all these other things like vumber and obfuscating it and it's not worth it i've you know some leads fell through my fingers with that so okay well perfect so we'll keep it in there that'll be great it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what happens maybe nothing um don it's been awesome having you i really appreciate you taking time to talk about this i um appreciate you being a, a subscriber to to alt reports and uh, I wish you the best as we move through here. And I know we'll be in touch as we uh, uh, both navigate, you know, what's next. Well, thank you. Uh, I really appreciate uh, your voice and insight and for having me on. It's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it. Thank you, Don. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.